Hello, everyone. We're here to talk about employee monitoring and compliance in the UAE. Given the current environment of working remotely in the COVID pandemic, many employers want to maximize productivity and ensure compliance with company policies. So employee monitoring is at an all-time high. This needs to be balanced with a recognition of employee rights to privacy and data protection. Today, we'll be speaking about three things. First, the challenges that employers are facing, the regulatory framework around employee monitoring, and company best practices to respond to the challenges. I'm Zara Morali, a global investigations lawyer in the dispute resolution team at Freshfields Dubai. Today, I'm joined by Sundar Narayanan, who leads the forensic services at Nextim, which is a consulting firm with operations in the United Arab Emirates, U.S. and India, and Shiraz Sethi, regional managing partner and head of employment at DWF Middle East. Sundar and Shiraz, from my perspective, one of the most important compliance challenges during COVID is whether risk assessments are actually up to date and still applicable. The pandemic is creating real life stress tests and for compliance programs, companies need to consider whether their controls are actually fit for purpose. And the pandemic may shift perspectives on how we think about ongoing risks and it may create new risks altogether. So Shiraz, as an employment lawyer, what are you finding to be key challenges that employers are facing around employee monitoring? Employee monitoring has become more prominent during the COVID-19 pandemic uh, because when people aren't in a physical office, uh, it's harder for management to keep track of their work schedules and trust is lost. So as such, we have seen two key challenges that companies are currently facing. Firstly, proper policies and procedures are fundamental for any company and too often do we see firms not having the basic documentation in place. This has really come to light during COVID where many firms have not even entertained the working from home ethos and therefore many of their policies are either out of date or not even in existence. It is extremely important therefore that companies review their policies uh, and ensure that they implement a working from home policy as a minimum and obtain the requisite consent from the employees if the employer uh, wishes to put monitoring controls in place. Secondly, working from home brings its own challenges. Confidentiality is a real issue uh, and something that is very difficult to maintain uh, whilst working from home. We see confidentiality being breached on a regular basis without companies actually realizing that this is actually, this is actually happening. For instance, printing confidential documents at home and having them just lie around the house or disposing of documents not through the proper channels, or individuals just having technical issues with connectivity to their servers and therefore sending things over to their personal email addresses, or using USBs to download data. All such examples can lead to fundamental liability on the part of the employee and can lead to significant risks for the employers. Absolutely. I think um, I completely agree with uh, some of the points that uh, Shira said. And uh, one of the uh, important aspects that I wanted to touch upon was that remote working has become much more active in the pandemic. And people are using personal devices for official work. Um, 
not all companies have established bring your own device policy which gives flexibility for employees to use their personal devices at the same time where companies are able to track or protect the organizational data in a typical environment uh, there would have been two clear approaches that would have worked one is the company would have implemented its device management policy to protect data that is uh, uh, company's uh, ip on the other side what would have also happened is in when a employee is working in company premises they would have had restrictions on the kind of web pages that somebody can access the kind of data sharing folders somebody can access now in a private wifi network when somebody is working from their home these restrictions does not exist so one of the ways there are challenging uh, circumstances at this point in time is primarily relating to bring your own device aspect so that's something that i thought would be relevant in this context yeah so shraz and sundar really good points but what we've been talking about mainly has been sort of top down um approaches how employers frame compliance and monitoring but what about bottom up monitoring such as whistleblower programs where employees report compliance concerns i wonder really how effectively those programs are working right now sundar are there technologized ways to get feedback from employees absolutely azara one of the things that i've seen during the pandemic is that people are getting more used to digital service which otherwise may not have been something that was given enough attention to not just from a whistleblower perspective where people are coming forward and then sharing their concerns on a portal there are surveys for effectiveness of compliance effectiveness of compliance awareness as the case may be even further if we look at things like office 365 or a g suit kind of a suit that companies use one of the things that has been very very helpful in this is companies need not go and access employees individual machines for them to look at the data that's available in that device if they have office 365 or g suite access wherein they will be in a position to pick up the data from the cloud directly in case they are looking at an investigation while i say this there is a other side to this the other side to this is that the employees will be able to download this data the organizational data from their personal devices by accessing this account unless and otherwise there are admin privileges rightly set in this so while technology comes in there are both merits and demerits associated with it yeah and not only are the concerns raised you know from what what are employees doing it also raises a general concern about cyber crime my own clients have faced uh critical issues around that um during the covid pandemic and europol recently uh released a report highlighting how the widespread move to teleworking which relies on remote connections to internal systems has resulted in increased cyber attacks against organizations and individuals Shiraz what kind of challenges have you seen for employers around cyber vulnerabilities 
Well, Zara, while 30% of companies monitored their employees back in 2015, it's estimated that an entire 80% of companies are doing so today. So monitoring may have been seen as a much easier concept when employees were perhaps present in the office. Uh, But now, given the shift towards working from home, there is an inherent risk for employers. uh, And it appears to me that they are investing in secure technology platforms, as Sundar has said, and taking preventative action. Um, Employers are, however, extremely concerned about the protection of their data uh, and cybersecurity and cyber crimes is a real big push uh, towards that here in the UAE. We have seen uh, an increase in firms cracking down on their employees uh, and opening up criminal complaints and investigations uh, before the local police and the public prosecution here in the UAE. Uh, There are severe penalties prescribed under the UAE Penal Code uh, and the UAE Cybercrimes Law, uh, which can lead to substantial fines, incarceration and even deportation. Sundar, what do you see as the key concerns around technological vulnerabilities? I think uh, overall, you're right when you mentioned about how the cybersecurity concerns are emerging at this point in time. One aspect uh, that I wanted to actually bring in is ultimately loss of data, which may lead to several consequences for an organization. Loss of data is primarily of two types. One is loss from the device or loss from a network or cloud, right? Data loss prevention tools are available to help in protecting a device from potential data loss. It also helps in tracking whether there are any data transfers that have been made from that particular device. But what I understand is not many organizations are able to implement it across their organization. They've implemented only for certain categories of employees. On the other level, when we speak about uh, network or cloud, from network or cloud perspective, there are exposures that exist and we're seeing a lot of exposures or cyber breaches that are happening and on AWS or Azure platforms as the case may be. The only way that the organizations can actively look at them is to have better identity and access management. A failure of identity and access management process may have an impact on uh, the data security and it may result in data breaches or data exposures for the company. Shiraz, this actually brings us to another point that I wanted to ask you, which is connected to this, which is uh, data protection and privacy regulations are emerging across geographies. What are such regulations or legal frameworks that are there in UAE from, from an employee monitoring perspective? Asunda, um, in years gone by, there really hasn't been a great emphasis on data protection here in the UAE. But uh, more recently, uh, there has been a significant shift Uh, which has culminated in both the ADGM and DIFC developing and enhancing their own data protection legislation. And this is to ensure that they are meeting international best practice and aligning themselves with the GDPR in Europe and the US regime. First and foremost, the DIFC data protection law of 2007 has been repealed uh, and replaced by the most recent introduction of the DIFC data protection law of 2020. Now, um, its main objective is to provide the same level of protection uh, as other key jurisdictions in order to allow the free flow of data. Some of the key changes in this legislation include the introduction of consent uh, from the employee and the requirement of having a data protection controller. 
Similarly, uh, the data protection regulations in ADGM control how personal information is used by organizations and businesses registered within the ADGM. And uh, as such, all entities registered therein hold or process personal data must follow the obligations under the data protection regulations. That's really interesting. And that's a lot for companies to actually deal with. Uh, Sundar, what tools has Nextim developed to support companies to manage the regulatory changes in data protection in the DIFC? Zara, what uh, we have done as an organization is uh, to develop specific gap assessment tool, which helps organization operating in DIFC to identify areas where they need to amplify compliances. This is more like a self-assessment tool and uh, we support clients based on the self-assessment in terms of enhancing their compliance quotient with processes, guidelines, and also risk assessment procedures. That's exactly what we have developed. And just to build on what um, Shiraz has said earlier, something to bear in mind that even if in certain jurisdictions we've seen a kind of regulatory slowdown um, in terms of responses for regulators during COVID, it's not the case in the region. I've really been impressed, actually, how regulators have kept pace with enforcement and uh, applying regulations um, throughout the region. And directors and compliance officers, that means, still need to keep an audit trail of the decisions they take and how they manage current and new risks. Because if they ever need to account for those decisions, their records will be really important. So turning now to sort of what best practices or companies are doing to respond to the challenges we've been talking about, maybe Sundar, you can start us off by telling us what technological responses you think are are effective to manage these challenges. One of the critical things when it comes to uh, employee investigations um, and uh, employee monitoring is to secure evidences that are relevant. With pandemic and remote working kind of environment, there are about four things that I would want to suggest organization to actively look at. And uh, many of the mature organizations are uh, already dealing with these four points well. The first one is an archiving solution wherein you do not have the data getting stored on individual machines, but it is on a cloud or an archive, which is retrievable from a central repository. And the second one is adequate log enablement. There are applications that are getting used. There are other accesses that are there. If there are adequate logs, that's very, very useful. Third, there should be a clearly defined approach towards dealing with bring your own device policy so that organization is able to access information and protects its information uh, as and when required. And there should be adequate process to be that should be followed for obtaining consent in dealing with all of this, uh, which Shiraz already pointed out. And Shiraz, what do you think are some of the best practices that employers should be focused on now to manage risks? Well, Zara, there are a number of initiatives employers should consider uh, in order to manage their risks. I mean, we've seen a number of things that we are implementing with our clients, but uh, two key initiatives uh, stand out for me. Firstly, employers should provide regular training through their learning and development initiatives and platforms, uh, which could take the form of mandatory webinars or seminars, uh, assessments and on-the-job training. 
Uh, in certain circumstances, businesses do actually farm out this responsibility to third party service providers. So uh, that is an option as well. Secondly, and I think more importantly, consultations with employees is of paramount importance. And, and I cannot emphasize that enough. The more successful employers we have seen who manage risk well are those who have actually an open line of communication with their staff uh, and who are able to discuss openly what issues uh, their employees are experiencing and which subsequently allows the company or organization uh, to take preventative or remedial action. Yes, absolutely agree, Shiraz. Um, those consultations help to maintain key messages, and it's so crucial during this time of uncertainty and remote working to sort of maintain the tone from the top with simple enterprise-wide messages about ethical conduct, what's right and what's not right. I think there's also two other best practices companies can be focused on. One is to continue to keep compliance on board agendas. Even though those agendas are likely to be really crowded right now, general counsels, chief compliance officers, and senior management can play a key role in flagging key risks so that they can be addressed proactively. This is a situation where early measures matter. Identifying and mitigating misconduct risks will result in valuable efficiencies in the long run and this is a message worth raising at the highest levels of an organization. The second thing I think companies need to be thinking about around compliance is to ensure that there's careful governance of public statements and disclosures. This means ensuring that there is a process guiding decisions to make or not make disclosures and that these decisions are documented. And to be accurate about disclosures and avoid making prospective promises in a situation where there's frankly a lot of uncertainty. Thank you both Sundar and Shiraz. This has been a really useful discussion with you. And I'd also like to um, thank our listeners for joining us today. Thank you. Thank you very much.